On average, a U.S. consumer spends six hours per week listening to non-musical audio content, a.k.a. podcasts. In 2020, 37% of the U.S. population 12 and up listened to at least one podcast in the last month. And we know that at least 50% of the population has listened to a podcast at some point. But that's 104 million people listening at least monthly. And that's an increase of 17% from 2019 and a doubling since 2015. The average podcast listeners are younger than the consumers of any other medium, but they're also more educated and wealthier than the rest of the population, which promises a likely continuous growth in the future. The listeners are diverse and reflect the U.S. population as a whole. Shows ranging from The Daily, from The New York Times, to The Joe Rogan Experience, to Stuff You Should Know, to Planet Money... They garner several million listeners for each episode. This medium is exploding, and it's so powerful because it's emotionally connecting through narrative, through spoken word, through the way that our brains are hardwired to communicate, and in the way that we process information the fastest. It's faster than reading. Sound is processed 100 times faster than visuals. Let's talk about the money behind all of this. As recently as July 2020, two major deals have been made. Sirius XM acquired Stitcher, a full-service podcast company, for $325 million, including production, distribution, and advertising. The New York Times bought Serial, the production company, for $25 million. In May of 2020, Joe Rogan, the most popular podcaster, struck a multi-year licensing agreement with Spotify worth $100 million. Amazon's Alexa Fund provides up to $200 million in VC funding to fuel voice technology innovation. In 2019, Spotify spent over $400 million to buy Gimlet Media and Parcast, two podcast producers based out of New York and LA, as well as Acast, my podcast host, my friends over at Acast. Shout out to Acast. Love you guys. They're a service that helps producers launch content. These acquisitions were part of a $500 million shopping spree, showing the public that the industry should be taken seriously. So who is actually creating these podcasts? Well, A16Z broke it down into five types. This is the taxonomy of podcast creators. Number one, media companies that have internal podcast departments whose goals in podcasting can range from audience development to diversifying revenue. Examples of companies in the media category include traditionals like the New York Times, where audio is treated as an experiment before The Daily became a major hit in 2017. And radio platforms like iHeartRadio, which brought stuff media to double down on podcasting. And digital media companies like Barstool Sports, which is a sports and pop culture blog that produces a number of podcasts. These companies can leverage their existing user base to drive listenership for the podcast. If the podcast becomes popular, vice versa. Okay, It's an ecosystem feeding itself. Second, you've got podcast production companies focused mainly, if not exclusively, on podcasting, which necessitates building a viable business from podcasting alone. Their revenue primarily comes from advertising, so they need to amass large, engaged listener bases. Examples include Gimlet. They're the creators of Reply All, Startup, Crime Town, many other shows. They were acquired by Spotify in early 2019. And there's also Wondery, who did Dr. Death, Over My Dead Body. Wondery is so neat. They also do Business Wars with David Brown, who's from here in Austin. Wondery is such a neat podcast company there. The third type is large indies and personality-driven talk shows. They're primarily hosted by one or two personalities. These monetize mostly through ads, donations, sometimes merch, live events. Examples would be Tim Ferriss, Rachel Hollis, ugh, Sam Harris, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark, which is my favorite murder, Roman Mars, who does 99% Invisible, Joe Rogan, many others. 
Non-media businesses and nonprofits, this is the fourth type, they also produce podcasts. The primary goal behind these initiatives is mostly brand building and marketing rather than driving revenue. Think MailChimp, Harvard Business School podcasts. And last, number five, individual hobbyists. Hey, just like me, creating and posting content, often unmonetized, limited audiences usually. Podcasting tools like Anchor and others are democratizing the ability to launch a podcast, which lead to more and more hobbyist creators. You're listening to Voice Marketing with Emily Bender. This show airs every weekday in under five minutes a day on your favorite podcast app and as an Alexa flash briefing. Links to subscribe and leave a review are at emilybender.com slash briefing. Again, go to emilybender.com slash briefing. Make sure you leave us a review if you're enjoying the show and subscribe in your favorite podcast app.